Yeah. I like how Daniel, I like how you tied it in. Oh, that's how it should be with all of them. Like, that is like, how it should be with all of them. And it, it actually comes into, uh, let's, uh, we'll, we'll start the podcast right there. Actually. Like we, we were just doing for everyone on YouTube, the pick one pack ones. And we were just talking, uh, pick one, rip one. So for everyone who didn't see it, Benson quickly explain what that was. Oh, uh, buy a pack of magic cards. Um, it can be any pack. We did it with double masters. Uh, but you have 15 cards, uh, and you flip one and you rip one. Um, after shuffling them up though. Uh, so what I did, so there was no funny business. Um, I showed the camera that it was a brand new pack and I shuffled them off camera and then laid it out for these guys. And they were the ones that chose the pack's fate. Uh, and it was a pretty, you know, like I was happy with the result. My heart broke um, a little bit. But yeah, so you gotta either have like a disposable income <laughs> or just, uh, <laughs> You know, like, just for fun, right? Well, it's a fun game. We appreciate everyone who comes and watches. Uh, welcome to Into the 99, guys. This week we're talking specifically about has online magic changed how you play? Like, the the pandemic and the explosion, I guess is the only word to say, of Spell Table, I think really has changed how a lot of us are looking at the game, and we want to talk about that. But at the end of it, Benson, because he has... The best luck I've ever seen for anyone pack- cracking packs. Uh, he also threw in an opposition agent tear, and I said that is what should happen to all of them. And then Dan decided to take a little excursion yeah. into his binders and yeah, I tore something rip. up for fun too. It looked fun. R.I.P. Kozlik. Yeah, exactly. He does cost half the mana now. Or uh, you can still play him, but pretend he has meld or whatever. That's <laughs> I like that meld. Um, so yeah, the the reason we wanted to talk about this, Lotus actually brought this up initially, and I, I do think that when we moved into an online format, first and foremost, I think that it does have more pros than cons. I think that we got a huge, huge opportunity to play with people that we've never been able to actually interact with, right? We're not stuck in a kitchen table anymore. We're not stuck at just an LGS, hoping that your buddies can make it out for the night. Now we have thousands of people to play with like we have a discord there's hundreds of people in that one there's monster discords like play edh uh there even most shows have their own discord if you want to play with hosts whatever a lot of places have really been able to bring the community together right i wouldn't mm-hmm. i wouldn't know most of the players here if not for the pandemic like some of my best friends are from like the competitive community when i play games with them so i, I think that there is a really really good opportunity to meet new people, see new things that you just, it's such a vast world of players, right? And you'll never experience that at just your own card store. It's kind of like being able to go to a GP every day almost. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know I wouldn't have met you guys without what's happened. Yeah, exactly. Like we might've passingly talked on Instagram, but like now we get to interact, we get to play games. Like I visit you guys every day, right? The same with Zach. Zach's out in Ohio. I, I get to play a really good amount of games with him whenever we've got the time like i uh ryan and benson are from the other side of the country we we just get to yeah we get to interact in ways like the only person i would normally be able to play with on the podcast is brian hey yeah (laughs) shocker brian doesn't always die first that's just online (laughs) no and i i'll i'll say like even just like when we started playing like all of my deck building and like decks have changed 
my my essentially my meta has changed to a point that I don't know how my decks would fare when I start playing at an LGS again. Like it's gonna be interesting to see again that transition from going from LGS to Spell Table or the the greater LGS of the internet playing with people from all over the world. And now when the restrictions and everything start lifting and transitioning back to my local community. In person like, stores, yeah. Yeah, but I think like all 100% still be playing online. Like nothing's changing there. I, I enjoyed the the challenge and the variety that playing online brings. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I know I'll since probably... go ahead since joining you guys, I know that my decks have gone from what I thought were really good, powerful decks to going. Oh my god, I'm definitely outclassed here. It's uh, it's Damn. a little easier when you when you see. <laughs> Such a such a big variety, right? Because yeah, you do interact with people like me, like my brothers who have like bigger collections, and not only that, you you find budget ways to get around them, which is which is sort of another nice thing, right? The online community I've noticed is a lot more accepting to a proxy mentality and stuff, right? They just want to play games, and at the end of the day, that's really what Magic should be about. So, like, I still don't think you should proxy an entire deck, obviously, unless if you're playing competitive, like, don't. Do not spend ten thousand dollars on a deck to play Magic. That is a bad idea. <laughs> I am I am no one's financial advisor, but I promise you, if I won the lottery tomorrow, I would not go and redo it. A lot of my high value cards I've said before are because I've played a long time, not because I'm out like buying all of these like wild ten thousand dollar cards. I don't do that. That's a horrible idea. But for me, uh, this completely changed. I might not even go back to an LGS to play. I know a lot of people like that in person experience. But when this uh, whole pandemic is over, I know I'm going to go to Friday Night Magic and Player X is going to be there wanting to play his Tishar deck, as he always does. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Player Y is going to want to play their Animar, Animorphs deck like they always do. Uh, you know what I mean? Because they want to have fun themselves, roll the table, they play the same deck every time. Because they know oh, yeah. Right? So like they only bring their three decks. Um, now, this might be a lot of people but i think what triggers me the most about player x is he keeps his inner sleeves with the price tags on him that's that's daniel's brother my little brother buys <laughs> like every masterpiece he can see and he always like leaves the price tags on because he likes to see if the prices go up from them but i just think it's so stupid i i hate the look of it he he's and like then, playing things i'm like why is that why is the price tag over the mana cost i can't see see and cards don't have a value unless you sell them yeah. Anybody I play with here with spell table aimed down, even like I can make a grumpy face about it, but they don't see my expression. I can't do that in LGS. Well, actually, that just... <laughs> what, what you just said actually sort of brings it to a uh, part I wanted to talk about. Sorry, my, my brain's not working today. You don't have the same in-person experience, right? You're not staring at that person's face unless they have like a, a really like solid like multi-camera setup. And I've only seen two people have that setup so far. Brian's one of them. Uh and unless you have this like solid multi-camera setup, you're not actually seeing the face of people. So it's a lot easier to, I guess, bully players. Like you're not seeing how mad you're making them when you're doing it. Everybody sees the salt in my eyes. Everyone sees Brian <laughs> and they still bully him. Yeah. Like, and, and that's one of the things that I wanted to bring up too. I think that the personability or the, the personal feel that you get through the online gameplay has kind of, a lot of people play salt 
or yeah. not, not 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 a lot of people, but like uh, say use play EDH as an example. It is when you go on there, you can be queued up with uh, randoms, like, it, anyone, and it might be the only time yeah. you ever interact with them. Yeah, and so me going in, I might be trying to play a new deck, <clears throat> and I don't know how to properly tier myself using their standards and everything like that, uh, and then I get stomped like. But, like, I like playing in our community and, like, a couple of the other content creators' communities because they all talk about rule zero. You're not just getting lumped in by a bot or something like that. So you're actually able to have those conversations. Well, you by, kind, I, you I, kind I, of I, online still get to know people a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, when, yeah, with those monster ones, like you said, yeah, there, there's no way to try and, like, with 10,000 people in a Discord, only play with your friends. I've also noticed uh, personally that politics has declined when you're over the internet instead of in person. There's no player-player interaction because you can't see who you're playing with. So politics seems to die down. Uh, I, I agree with that. And also politics, The you learn your playgroup, right? You It's pretty easy after playing a few games with me that you know that, all right, I'll counter this thing that's going to stop Brian from killing your doubling season, but you don't swing at me. That's a pretty good deal with me. It's a pretty easy way to get in my favor, right? But when you don't know these players, you don't really know what makes them tick, how they actually politics or work. So, yeah, how how do you approach politics in a in an online setting? That's something that I personally haven't figured out. I just threaten the table, and that that works no matter yeah, what meta it is. <laughs> that's that's rubbed off on me. I I've taken up that. Yeah. Oh, you want to do that? Well, I'm gonna kill you. I will kill you. <laughs> I'm just playing a land. Do it and die. <laughs> Going into like you probably won't ever play with these people again. Like if you get uh, queued up, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna make a outside reference here, but it kind of reminds me of like if you're playing like an online shooter yep. in a multiplayer lobby. And you got that one person that just plays because he's just going to steamroll everybody. Like, you know, it's like he wants his kill death ratio super high. So he just goes into like, I believe it's called pub stopping. Yeah, pub stop mode, smurf mode. Yeah, smurf mode. Yeah, exactly. So uh, and like people get a kick out of that, right? They, you know, give some endorphins, whatever, like whatever they want. Sometimes it's (laughs) it's fun to be like, look how great I am at something. Yeah, exactly. Right. But like these people now have the opportunity to do that. uh, a bunch, right? And I don't know if that's going to leave a bad taste in anybody's mouth after that with uh, paper magic online, but... Well, I do I think it is easier to... I, I think... Sorry to jump in there. I think that it is okay. easier to break the social contract right now, right? Because you're not punished by it, right? If I come to an LGS and I deliberately am obnoxious and, like, I refuse to play the agreed power level, I spend my whole night blowing up lands eventually people will stop playing with me, right? You're just going to be like, I'm just not going to play with Daniel anymore. I'm going to sit somewhere else. You'll, you'll be piano, but surrounded by ducks. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll be that. You'll become that guy at your LGS, right? And that's a lot harder to do online because there's just such a vast pool of people to play with, right? Like I said, you may not interact with these people again, so you wreck their game. Who cares? I care. <laughs> <laughs> um, and but, that's like, yeah, that's what I was talking about, right? It leaves a bad taste in people's mouths. So that's like... Uh, Paper Magic Online could go either way right now, depending on uh, the people who play it. I guess it's up to us to keep it keep it going. Well, paper. Like, uh, oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. you you go, Brian. Uh, it's just like probably like coming from like when we played our LGS. I probably won a few 
two most of my games now I'm online and I have the whole Brian dies first thing. Do you know what? Like, it's a fun stigma to have. It's a good meme. Yeah, yeah, it'd be perfect meme. But don't have to kill the guys. <laughs> that sounds exactly what someone who wants to die first would say. You got to believe me. <laughs> Yeah, no, so I'm, I'm interested to see if our local playgroup has picked up on that or not, but we'll see. And I'm so used to, like you like you were saying, I'm very used to the opposite. Whenever I play in general, I get targeted by the whole table in, yes, in, in pretty much every game. And I, Brian is right, I do often deserve it. But online, people don't, like they haven't interacted with me, so they don't know me and they just, they try and... I'm and begging them to attack you. Yeah, they try <laughs> and just ignore me. I'm like... Brian knows how I play. I, I just, I fool around until it's just like way too late. And then suddenly I have 31,000 life in an Aether Flux Reservoir. And you're like, what happened? He, ha- he had one creature on the board. That sounds familiar, yeah. Daniel. Yeah. We, yes, we, it, it does. We had a pretty good game with that. It was, uh, yeah, it was a fun did. time. But yeah, no, like it's just, table. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just very used to being, no matter my board state, no matter my position, like I can have no creatures on deck and everyone still is like, we got to deal with this, deal with this problem. <laughs> And and so it is very fun to see the for me that's been one of the more fun things is watching everyone else get targeted now equally instead of just me is a really good time. The people who play with me more and more have uh have picked up on why everyone everyone tries to kill me. Yep, and I've tried to give them fair warning. Yeah, Brian all the time. He's just like, I know what this deck does, he's gonna kill you guys, and they're like, Ah, Brian's gonna die though. Yeah. <laughs> Bad. Bad. <laughs> about politics changing uh functionality of some decks i'm not saying every deck but um even my mardu what, relentless regiment or ruthless regiment precon has humble defector in there i'm not going to play that and paper magic online oh that uh, yeah that is a good point. good point yeah, yeah the change up of cards like villainous wealth yeah. and, and like cards that make you either like rotate hands what is the other one like the red one that you like playing daniel uh nor in the wary i that's my chaos deck and it's all about like blinking changing cards around it's it's chaos oh aminatu is another one yeah exactly shift all your permanents to the other side those are collect, those oh, cards yeah. and decks are collecting dust right now. I, mean, I uh, it just, it would be too much of a headache. I love send triplets, and they actually just reprinted send triplets. So it was a really, I was really excited for people to be able to finally build that deck. It was a pricey card for a long time. It was at seventy ish dollars, but it was a really cool Esper Commander. It lets you uh, choose an opponent at the beginning of your upkeep. You can play cards from their hand this turn, and they can't cast spells. So it's really good protection from that player, and the they can't target you thing, and you can play their lands. It, it, a very, very fun deck style to play if no one's ever played it, but you can't do something like that online, right? You can't play yeah, something. Like, yeah. That's how it if any, mm-hmm. you know, for the people watching on YouTube, like, you'd have to go like this. Okay, here's my hand. Yeah. Well, or... When yeah. I hide Nazi. And then, and then <laughs> once I, like, if I'm like, okay, well, Benson, I'll play your forest, then I've got to, like, draw a forest or something to represent a forest. Yeah, infinity so, tokens. Yeah. And I start rifling through boxes. Hey, guys, like, I'm going to be playing Centriplets. I got to... I'd have to be like, hey, I'm playing Centriplets. Can I assemble your decks quickly just so I know what to play if uh, you're holding it? (laughs) (laughs) Sleeve up three other decks, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, just uh, whenever you guys want to shoot that list over so I can be ready for this game. Yeah, we're we're playing right now, though. Yeah, just no rush. And it sounds like you actually want to do that, so Burrito Graveyard on Architect is mine. Burrito Graveyard. Burrito Graveyard. I'll check it out. (laughs) I like that name. I'll send you my list. (laughs) But yeah, like it's... uh, 
there is a lot of things that just don't really like you can't thieves auction online. You, there's no way to play that. That I think that would end the game for most people. They'd be like, okay, man, you got me. Like we're not going to try I, and sort this out. I do have to cut you in there. Cause I think you would be the only one that would actually be able to build everyone's deck. Daniel. Yeah. I, I've got a lot of you decks have... put together. Probably. <laughs> yeah. I have, yeah, yeah. I have a few combinations available. Yes. Correct. That would be absolutely hilarious. <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, like I, I think it is kind of frustrating if you have a deck like that that you want to play that just won't function online, right? Like any control magic doesn't really function online very well. Uh, and excessive token decks also don't. Like I'm, I'm the worst kind of player. I don't have tokens for all my decks because like, and like when I say the worst kind of player, I don't mean like, oh yeah, like you're bad if you don't do it and stuff. I make like 500 tokens a game and then I'm like, I'm going to represent it with this dice. So it's uh it's definitely way more problematic on something like spell table when you can't see that my I have like five d twenty sitting up, but if you forget that those are snake tokens, then I I've had a lot of games where people are like, oh, when did you get fifty zombies? I'm like, I have four field of the deads. What are you talking about? Of course I have fifty zombies. <laughs> and then you go into the realm that you've only got so much player space. Well, yeah, and that's the. I really should just like buy like a huge, huge token set. But then, like I said, I like to make too many tokens. I would still be at a certain point. I'd still be just putting D20s on zombie tokens. The one thing I'll give spell table in that regard, though, is, uh, you know, gone right now with that are the days where like you lean in and you can see like, oh, OK, can I look at that card real quick? At least you can kind of type it up on the right side of I, the uh, screen there so you don't forget about it. I do think that's wonderful. Um, spell table, I, I guess if, if you're listening and you have never used spell table, we should probably actually explain what it is. Spell, spell table, at the beginning of all of the pandemic and stuff, spell table came out and it's, uh, EDH themed place to play magic. You log in, I think it's with a wizard's account right now, right? Wizards no, or Gmail or something. Since they yeah. bought it. Yeah. But, uh, it has a lot. So it has four screens basically set up. Everyone has life totals that are clearly visible to all other players. Uh, you can, type in your commanders. Yeah, you can input your commander so that you can hover over my commander and actually see what it is slash does. Uh, it functions on webcams. That, but it, uh, I'll argue that commander damage is actually easier to track. <laughs> yeah. than I, I, I think it's awesome. Commander damage, that. poison counters, all that stuff is just yeah. available right there. Yep. I really like being able to just hover over the commanders and see what people are doing. I, I do like that a lot. Uh, and then, like Benson was saying, you can it has... Uh, card recognition AI in it. So when you click on the card on the screen, if it's a clear enough picture, it will pull it up. And if it's not, you have a spot that you can type to pull it up and a very easy way to go to gatherer and check rules. Like spell table oh, wait, is that's even easier. I've just been typing it in. I didn't know you could do that. Oh yeah. You can All just, right. you can yeah, just you click. Can click. Oh my Lanta. Okay. It's all right. I didn't realize until yesterday that you can use the arrow keys to adjust your life up and down. Oh yeah, so you can also add shortcuts to shift up and down to adjust by ten life, uh, and then just up and down to adjust by. Are we renaming this life. episode "Spell Table Hacks"? I didn't know any of this. Um, I do wish Spell Table had a few other options. Number one, the ability to spectate. I think that that would be mm. really, really good, so that I could share the actual game. Not everyone is in my Discord, so like. You can't, uh, it's, it's not as easy as, okay, we'll just stream it from the discord and then I'm doing a second stream anyways. I would love to be able to give people a spectator link and have them watch it. There's lots, like I said, there's lots of people creating magic content. They like to share it out. People like to watch games. 
So I think that that would be a good option. And if there was a manage option where somebody could produce from the side while they're playing, I think that that would be really good. They could adjust life totals. They could pull cards up that are being played. I'm I'm just thinking of it from like a content creation standpoint. I think that that would be beneficial to us. I, I know Brian and Lotus put a lot of effort into making the videos. Definitely check them out on YouTube. They make great videos. Brian and Lotus are awesome. But uh, <laughs> like, like I said, it, an option to to do that could make more people making content, right? And that's the the joy of Magic is there's infinite combos of decks, play styles, politics styles, right? Like e- even if we all played my deck, we all took deck number one, played it, you would play different games against all of us, right? There's 100 cards in it. You're not going to see the same ones every time. Brian's going to play different than me. Benson's going to play different than me. Lotus is going to play different than Brian, right? So more people make it. I'll pilot it terribly. (laughs) Maybe maybe we will play it the same way then. (laughs) But like, I I think. I'm sorry. I I was just saying, like, the easier it is to make content, the the more we can see, right? And I I never think there's going to be enough magic content or magic podcasts or anything like that. Like, I, I just like magic, right? And and on that topic or ending on that topic, I think the the pandemic and moving our meta and everything to an internet forum has produced a lot more content creators. Yep. Like previously, we touch on that, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. Like previously, we were just a podcast. We just talked to you, beautiful people listening to us right now. And now, since March of last year, um. We were doing gameplay videos. I started investigating like deck tech videos, uh, and then doing the the videos for our podcasts. Like it, the the evolution of our content due to this has opened up so many doors to us. We've met so many new content creators that started around the exact same time of us as us, as well as uh, like Lotus. Like we met her through this and through all of the content creation and now lotus has joined us and we are super stoked about it and then like benson i would have never played against benson i would have never had arnie huck something at me arnie broken brow in the (laughs) mega fling yeah yeah it just my account all i did was i cracked packs because my good luck it's too good of luck yeah, I just had an account where I showed some gnarly cards. Benson is secretly a plant from Wizards. Buy the buy these yeah. boxes, guys. You can get these <laughs> cards. I swear, yeah, it's crazy. It Nine opposition agents. They were all in the same pack. Like, and the, like that yeah. content was great for me. Like I'd open up one pack and it'd be a Bob and a Jace, and then I'd open up another pack and it would be a Force of Will and a Mana Crypt. Oof! I I crack the worst boxes ever. My like I said, my collection comes from just buying cards i buy junk my little brother on the way out i was telling uh everyone before the show uh on the way out bought a collector pack cracked the foil phyrexian vorinclex me nothing good in call time i got i got cards i wanted but i think my i didn't even get a world tree not even one i play so many five color decks I had to go <laughs> buy those <laughs> we'll be right back Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomized genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that owl has to be an action adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes... 
it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now. And uh, yeah, so like in the, um, my content, like I sure right now, um, I make a lot of memes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some great uh, memes actually. But, like I still try to crack some packs, uh, you know, keep to my keep to my roots. But uh, no, this like this being on this team, meeting all you guys, um, you know, on spell table, seeing your wonderful hands, like it's just been phenomenal. Oh. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> I I never dreamed of doing content creating, and then it was like the pandemic hit and then spell table came along i was like okay let's start on instagram and then dan approached me and was like hey want to write for us i was like never done it before sure why not and then it just snowballed from there so without online play i would have never joined this team i'd have never met you guys i'd have never had the fantastic um games that we have yeah i i yeah it's it's been amazing i really think that it has been like obviously it has not been a good thing. I can't say that any any of the last year has been a good thing for people. No. But the socially, yes. Uh this wellness, is, no. Yeah, I was gonna say, like these the people that we interact with, the people I've met online playing with, uh, I've like I've developed some real friendships with these people, right? Like I I really respect them, I talk with them, I spend a lot of time. Like I, I talk to everyone in our group, like all of the hosts, I talk to them every day, without fail, no matter what day it is. It's, I'm actually starting to not like anybody outside of this group. Like, <laughs> and, uh, are you part of Into the 99? No. My, okay, I don't want to talk to you. My other friendships are failing, actually, <laughs> because this, this group's better. So much fun. Well, that's I, I think that online play has really been able to help a lot of people get through. I, I've said many times, Magic, it, it, just because for you it's a fun game, it doesn't mean that that's what it is for everyone. For everyone, it is a lot more, right? It's It might be their only interaction. It might be their way to blow off steam after work. A lot of people have problems in their life, their day-to-day. They, they don't like their job. They don't like what's going on. And this is their freedom, right? So being able to play online and continue actually interacting, like I said, for most people, it's it's something they look forward to. It's what I look forward to the most every week. I love to play Magic. I, I just love seeing my friends playing silly decks. That's that's a great time, right? And this has and been I, I would probably be going crazy if I didn't have an outlet to play right now, or I'd have twenty people at my house and be getting fines for breaking lockdown every day. Yeah, because you what you mentioned like you, you almost get like thirty games in a week now. Um uh, so asking like before everything, before moving to online, did you get the same amount of games did you think in a week? Period? I actually got way more. Yeah, I used to play Magic four nights a week minimum. I would go, oh, wow, wow. I would do a Monday night, a Thursday night tournaments. I would do Friday night. I'd play Saturday, and then sometimes I would still play Sunday. Yeah, okay. Wow. I went out Monday, Monday, Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, I used to get like a lot, but I the I'll say this has been good for my sleep because I used to I I work a lot of late night shifts, and I used to I'd go play from 5 p.m. till 9 p.m. and then go work for 13 hours straight after that. It was uh, it was a long day. No bueno. It was no, no bueno. bueno. <laughs> but I, I do think, um, like I said, there's been so many po- like pros, right? We've talked, there's a lot of things that are very positive about playing online. I want to talk about some of the negatives. The number one is, Ooh. so we, we did an episode a long time ago about honestly ranking your deck's <clears throat> power. 
And we are going to revisit the subject because it's important. People, a rule zero conversation, how to have it and how to actually talk about your your deck's power is an important thing. So we're going to dedicate, I'm not even going to start going off on it because it's such a, it is a full episode it's kind a of big, topic. Yeah, it's a big <laughs> topic. And like yeah. right now, me me and Dan are the only ones that really discussed that, like the previous. Yeah, um, exactly. We had we had different hosts at the time. We had different situations at the time, right? Like it was yeah. it was a very different. Uh, you didn't have as much access to a player base, right? So now now we want to take a look at our scale. We want to revise it, talk a little bit. And yeah, we'll do that at a later episode. But what I wanted to say is that I think that there is a lot more pub stomping going on right now in online games. I think a lot of people are not being honest with what they are playing or what they're expecting. Oh yeah, like I was talking about, it's just uh, people are ignorant with uh, their deck descriptions or they're deceiving. Yeah. And they don't care because, you know, you can't look them in the face. You look them in the the playmat. Yeah. Look me in the palm. <laughs> you don't know like a lot of these people, right? And and like I said, so it's a lot it's a lot harder to if I if I play a game like let's say theoretically I played a deck whose commander was Rune of the Hidden Realm and I made Brian really mad no. with it. Yes. But let's say theoretically in some alternate universe that that happened and it made Brian so nice angry universe. he needed to yeah, he he needed to make an alternate deck because that deck frustrated him so much. That that's like something I'd feel bad about, right? Like I'd be like, okay, this was not a good time for Brian and everyone else that played that game with me. I probably shouldn't do that again. I, I haven't played Rune against my friends in a while. Well, alternate universe Daniel hasn't played that deck in a while, right? So and what would what would alternate Daniel name said deck? It it is named Rune Your Friendships. It is a very mm-hmm. fun deck. It's a <laughs> it's a great deck. I should do a deck deck on it. <laughs> <laughs> ruin your friendships is such a funny name for a we've deck actually, uh, with the help of everybody in this discord we've built a lot of fun decks so oh, yeah. uh, stay tuned for more deck techs with that because we got some we got some silly ones we got some gnarly ones uh, i'm excited oh yeah but like i was saying right like i i wouldn't play that anymore because like i know these people right like i i don't want to like i said i i know people look forward to games i don't want to be that person but I have no problem being that person in a different server when someone's just like, oh, yeah, like I'll play like a powerful deck. I'm like, all right, let's do this. This will be <laughs> a fun time. Right. So I, I do think that there has been a, a definite power scaling problem for a lot of people. Right. And I think although there's been great games, I think that random matchups have been pretty feel bad for a lot of people. I think that trying to actually have that rule zero conversation before you get into a spell table thing unless you're in a discord with these people like like again a, a monster discord can only you you can't all talk about that stuff the way that you should it's not sitting sitting down at a normal table so obviously there's going to be some confusion but I, I just think that people are really really arms racing I, I don't know if you guys have found the same thing but I, I think that you're seeing everyone just trying to get ahead of the curve a little bit too like too much now Especially with the introduction of uh, Hellbreacher and Opposition Agent, like those are just feel bad cards in general. I do see, yeah. I do see Hellbreacher pop up a lot in games, and I don't even, I don't see it in competitive games where I should see it. Like that's a, yeah, I, I'm seeing it in like a casual, like we've agreed to play some mid tier decks, and I'm like, okay, I'll Howling Mine, and they're like, I'll Flash Opposition Agent. I'm like, why? Why are you this person? Yeah, I'm playing group hug. <laughs> like uh in like with the whole casual aspect of it, uh last night's game, I discarded Hall Breacher. 
Um, I have it in my deck, but I have it in there if I'm going to win. If I need that mana to win the next turn, like I'll use it like uh, how you should use a Cyclonic Rift. Yeah, I actually yeah. I like I like looking at it that way. When you've got cards that you can play, I, online is still a place to maybe sandbag a little bit, right? Read the room but, before well, you. Lotus was playing Quain, and I just you know what I mean. Like you, you read the room, and I didn't want to play that on a against a Quain deck. Hey, uh, I was holding my time, own. <laughs> yeah, the one time I did want to play it and win, uh, Brian was playing, uh, he played Tefiri's no. Puzzle Box. Yeah, no. <laughs> he played Tefiri's Puzzle Box, and I was like, okay, let's go, I'm winning next turn. Yeah. Right? Then it got countered, and I'm like, fair, it got countered, but like, I played it because I knew I was going to win, and I think that's a, a big difference. Oh, here. yeah, because what, it'd be coming right to your turn, you'd be making 14 treasures yeah well yeah, and, exactly and i will say that you guys interact a lot differently online than i get to right like i i do play a lot of uh cedh level games like that's the that's kind of the stuff that i generally play right now i'm trying to get more casual games in but i just like to i just like to try and kill people on turn two it's fun so i i don't really get to interact with as much of that power spike you guys streaming like have you seen an uptick in how decks are being built, efficiency, recursion? Like, is that something that is happening, or am I just seeing it because I'm playing against more competitive people? I'm I mean, seeing a lot of recursion stuff going on, but uh, like, I, I I don't know how like how to how to put it. So I'll let I've, one of the other guys for the time being go. <laughs> I've also <laughs> seen a decline in removal as well. Yes, people have seemed to have removed removal in place of cards that do more to try and push their deck power level higher. And then you get the point where they become almost salty that they can't deal with their opponent because they've swapped removal for more win more cards. I usually have a grip for removal. I just like to see what people's decks do. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's my issue. Like I have it. I just won't play it. I do think that that's an interesting thing because I have seen a lot of games that are player player b went off so hard and if we could have just got rid of his commander i do hear a lot of those uh in like i'm in a bunch of magic discords and i do hear a lot of that of like if i had just been able to kill his commander like it wouldn't have done that i'm like well did you have the card to kill his commander and yeah Yeah. i I think that i i always thought people didn't run enough removal as is everyone should build an evanero deck run 25 board wipes at least and go go from there Something like that is. is I, I run. I run ten between spot removal and board wipes. Like I think that's healthy. That's and that's number. and I think that that's one area that I've realized that I don't run enough of, or I've stopped running is board wipes. Well, I, I I position for more strategic removal rather than a blanketed removal because generally, I'm playing a lot of creature heavy decks. I don't want to blow up my own stuff. Yeah. Out is. Yeah. Day of Judgment in is generous gift is essentially yep. how I see it right now. Well, and that, everybody yeah. deserves an elephant. Then suddenly, yeah. <laughs> suddenly, exactly, it's a little, it's instant, it's more consistent to get rid of the permanents you want. So I, I can see why people would swap out something like that. Uh, I yeah, think it's target. a lot easier to to choose your removal as well based on your current meta and stuff, right? Like if I know that like I'm always playing with artifact guy, I know I got to pack some naturalized kind of effects, right? But when you don't know these people, then exactly like you said, well, why wouldn't I just put some more more gas in the tank, right? And I think the next thing that, that ties in is threat assessment. Oh, God, yeah. Threat assessment is crazy. Because you're not constantly playing with the same group of people. So you don't know who's typically the threat or what cards that you got to keep an eye out for. 
excuse me. And so I think I think people might be getting salty because certain things are being removed and you're just like, nothing was going on with that, but that over there has been just churning turn after turn after turn. I think I think what you're saying too is that people are seeing cards that they just deem as a threat and then they're not actually they're not playing Looking against at the, the greater scenario. Yeah, they're not playing against yeah. the table. They're playing against the card. They're like, well, I don't like a smothering tithe because of what it can do. And I'm like, all right, but is it doing that right now? Right? Smothering tithe making me 20 treasure tokens if I have no cards in hand and I'm drawing one a turn. Yeah, if you're hellbent, it doesn't, who cares? You're, right? Yeah, yeah, like it It doesn't need to. I, I generally save my removal for things that affect me. I really don't like to answer other people's problems. Right, if somebody's if somebody's out there swinging Ulamog around and I have a uh, path to exile, that's fine. You don't point yeah. it this way, and we're good. We're oh we're, yeah. I, last night I kept Elish Norton around until it was my turn. Yeah, and then I, just, <laughs> I beast within her, and then I went off. So 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 I do see yeah. I see people a lot, especially especially in like the even even not CEDH, just the higher power games. I I see people solving other people's problems. Right, it's not actually affecting them, but they're like, well. That card's a problem. It's I'm gonna get rid of it. I've seen people blow uh, politics without saying politics. Yeah, I've seen people blow their removal on an Aetherflux Reservoir when the player has 20 life. Like they're 20 life, no cards in hand. They're not storming off this Aetherflux anytime soon. And they're like, "Well, I've got to get rid of that now." I'm like, "Well, save it. Save it yeah. as a threat." I yeah. don't know if it's just the games I've been having, um, but I've seen less counter magic as well. Yeah. Oh, really low. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm an advocate of non-blue counterspells, and I run counterspells in every color deck. But when playing against other people, not just spot removal, but spell removal from the stack, I hardly see as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think you see it more at just like the higher levels. And uh, we, one of my friends just made a, uh, I won't say his deck because I can't reveal what it is, but he made a creature-themed competitive kind of deck and he's just rolling over people right now because so many people have those swan song-esque effects where they're trying to get rid of spell they don't have a way to deal with creatures right and i i think that what you're saying too is that at the at a different tier of it you have people who are just not doing the same like they they don't have a way to deal with a spell they no one's countering triumph of the hordes right now it's just getting cast raw and people are steamrolling yeah i guess it's very it's very interesting to see how certain cards have replaced or certain cards went from being like i used to see them all the time to not seeing them at all anymore it's really really interesting and yeah i i only play blue blue counter spells and so like i can i can agree that i I only run blue counter spells i only have them in select decks i don't have them i did not know there was five white counter spells until i met you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, I gave so, you the list of all 31 out of blue spells. Yeah, so I'll be investing in those. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it's it's really interesting seeing how the meta has changed and how like even playing in different servers, they've kind of created their their own meta now. It's just all depending upon where you're playing, you can have a different experience. And I still think that it's Russian roulette online. Like even when sometimes playing with the same play group over and over again, it's sometimes just certain decks outclass certain decks. And especially with the amount of powerful cards that have been printed, like, like we mentioned opposition agent and hull breacher, 
like face those cards. Mm -hmm. Everyone's yeah. got face guardianship. Deflection well, everyone swap. that bought the yeah those 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 cards are just awesome though. You had to buy the precon, <laughs> but it was worth it. Yeah, I I think it is a little too early still to say if it has changed it in a good way or a bad way. I I don't really know yet, right? A grand majority of my experiences have been positive. It's definitely been great to develop the community, and it's really nice to be able to workshop new ideas around. I love sharing deck lists and all that stuff like that has been a very good time. Yeah, and I've learned so many new cards by playing online because I've, again, either people in my our meta don't know them, have never seen them, or never play them. But like, like all the white counter spells. I had no idea until I played against Lotus. And then I'm just like, okay, like this is a must because I <laughs> usually always play white. Like uh, it's just the discovery. I think have to, has to be another pro for playing online. Lots of certainties are very fun. Everything yeah. like individually. But right now with the way Paper Magic Online is, like what we're talking about right now, we have not a lot of removal. Um, when there is removal, it's bad threat assessment. Uh, there's no politics. There is pub stopping. Mm -hmm. So it's just like now our meta is all of these things. If we're going to play on like play EDH or like outside of the play group, that's a lot to try to figure out for like how to adjust your decks. Well, it's also a lot to figure out how to go back to in-person magic, right? Because yeah. if this is, if this yeah. is what you're used to and stuff, right? If these are the interactions and suddenly you're, you're sitting across the table from them and, yeah, you don't have the interaction that you need in a typical game. You don't have the removal. You're playing a little saltier. One guy, one guy's brought a baseball bat to fight a baby. Like you get locked out in a casual game. Mm -hmm. Like it's just well, and the, like not everyone is playing online. There, like there's certain people that can't. They don't have a computer, or they don't have a web camera, or they like, just don't even know that spell table's a thing yet, right? Yeah, I was actually talking to one of the people at the LGS, and he's like, well, yeah, like, Paper Magic's dead right now. I was like, not really. I was like, I, I play every week online. He's like, how, how are you playing that? And I told him about Spell Table. And so, like, there's some people that have never either A, heard of it, B, they just don't have the equipment or the hardware. Like, there's, there's a, lot, a lot of different reasons. But, yeah, like, so you're going to be going in where you could have significantly increased your power level or just the power cards that you have, and then you go back and just your local play group's not appreciative. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like tying back a little bit. Um, I built uh, one of my decks, and like I realized that my power, like I just kept building and building. I don't know if I was scaling with the group or like what was going through my head, but like I took out like all the fast mana and I replaced it with cards that'll still work. Sometimes right? you do have like, to relax a little, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. I with you guys, like I like casual games right generally i like casual games if it gets a little competitive sure if i get if i lose no big deal like i like seeing people go off hence like having removal not playing it yeah <laughs> um well i said like i like seeing people go off to an extent uh and then you gotta go whoa 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right and that's where proper threat assessment comes in kids <laughs> one thing i do think that uh all of this can lead to as well though is uh, I personally don't think that Commander's ever going to go to Arena. I, the Wizards, it would take so much time to try and put all of the cards that we can play with. Like, they'll they'll give us that abomination that is Brawl. I understand that. Oh, but like, historic Brawl. Yeah. But then they have to... <laughs> but then they have to 
make sure every interaction with all of those cards works as well. Yeah, and like, like the, I, I the don't coding think, is going to be significant. I don't think monetarily it's worth it. And then like you'd have to have players who are just starting out, right? Because I'm not I'm not going to buy that many cards on online. That would be crazy to try and reassemble my decks. Yeah. Even well, and why even would Wizards have bought Spell Table? Yeah. But I uh, I do actually think that there is a uh, path forward for game stores to make a little bit of a, like everyone knows like your classic internet cafe setup. I think that there is a possi- uh, possibility that game stores will set up their own streaming kind of rigs where they can do, uh, hey, like here's like uh, an area you can come and play online. So even if you don't have a play group that you can have a spot to jump in online, like I, it's not a... In a business sense, at least, it's not a vast it's investment. Like when you when you went to the library to use their computer, like it's that yeah. uh, <laughs> adapted. Yeah, and I and I think that it could be a very worthwhile thing. Like you don't need a crazy computer to play. You need an okay webcam and just a, I would say, good attitude, and that's enough to get into mini games. So, I, I think that game stores will start setting that kind of thing up, so that even even if people aren't into play paper magic, there's been a lot of times I'm the first one there, right? And could be fun to just jump onto a game. So I, I think that that future is also ahead. I, I think that Magic is still in a good spot. I, I know I love it, still have, love playing it. There's Everyone's going to have their individual gripes and problems, but I, I think Magic has been in a good time. But uh, I, I did, before we close out here, I wanted to talk about what do we think that we can do to make these online experiences better, right? We, we've talked how there's power creep. We've talked how there's bad politics, like... As a group, do we think there's anything that we ourselves can do or players can do to try and re-foster that friendship gathering fun time style? Like the politics are politics are part of Commander, right? They're one of the best parts, I'd say. Yeah, I enjoy, I love politicking. Uh, except learning from you, just I'll kill you. Yeah, threaten the table. <laughs> I will say, I will say that number one, it's not a good way to politic, but it is bar none the most fun way to. Is it quite effective, actually? It was really fun. <laughs> it, was, it was really fun. You got to sometimes you just go bluff the table. I'll kill you. All right, chill, chill, Daniel, chill. <laughs> I doubt. You know what? I'd I'd want this to happen, but uh, like I doubt it will. Hopefully, maybe you know we can get this going. But what about like if you just went into the Discord and you just got to know each other for even fifteen minutes? Yeah, chat a little more. Yeah, chat a little bit more before your game. So being being active within the Discord community and not only going for the games. Yeah. Yes. So actually be a member instead of a player. Yes. Thank yeah, because I, I, better than yeah, because I talk with everyone. Like I, or at least I attempt to, uh, and build that kind of relationship with people before like actually playing. Or like I, I try to interact or I I, I engage our community uh, and try to get to know everyone because like. Mm-hmm. This is my group of friends now is everyone I interact with online because don't really leave the house. <laughs> Brian's a shut in now. Yeah. But like I, I get to play so much more magic than, than what I typically did. Cause I don't only go out every Monday or Tuesday night and now this, Oh, I finished my chores for the day or I just got off work and come home. Oh, who's online? Who wants to get a game in? Thank you. Okay, yeah, let's for do me, this. it was um, it wasn't Friday Night Magic. It was O A M N M once a month Night Magic. That's what. <laughs> yeah, Fair. that's what it was turned to. Uh, and then yeah, with this I can literally sneak in a quick game whenever. It's fantastic. And then quickly going back to what you were talking about, Daniel, with uh, having the kind of rig set up in a game store. Mm-hmm. 
that would be perfect. Like sometimes you show up to a, a LGS and there's no one there. Yeah. Didn't Hearthstone do something like that? You had to turn up to the store to play Hearthstone online. Well, then there's all I, I don't know if they did. I've never I've never personally done the Hearthstone stuff, but then there's an opportunity for game stores to get involved on that, right? And there's also mm-hmm. an opportunity for game stores to be streaming, right? Like uh we play at Ogre's Den. We've talked about them many times. There's nothing that would stop him from setting it up and we can do like an Ogre's Den stream where we just like play some games from there. Like it's it's easy for a game store to throw up a little logo in the bottom, get it set up. You you don't need a tech genius. You need someone smarter than me to set up a stream setup. But like, you know, like there's I happen to know I happen to know a guy who can do it. So <laughs> Ogre's Den, not a sponsor. Not yet. But they could be. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I, I, I just think that that's like a good way, and uh, also a really good way to bring uh, possible tournaments in the future and stuff, right? Uh, I do think that Spell Table has potential for that in, uh, especially one uh, one verse one magic. You don't see many people do that, but even in the tiny leaders format, it's not very hard to get player one, player two, and then your judge actually sitting in watching the game and being like, "Nope, don't do that," right? Yeah. So, so I think that there is like a good. Even even having somebody sit and commentate on the game, like I said, I I think Spell Table has a lot of potential for future content creation and like David Garrity or whatever who does golf, yeah, <laughs> and who swings, <laughs> taps one, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, just a, a nice long. a nice golf overview, yeah, yeah. Brian is up. Brian taps three mana, passes the turn, doesn't do anything with it. It floats. Away. <laughs> this game is a uh, turn four. Yeah. Um I do turn think three, I do think that everyone who has obviously if you do not have the means, do not struggle to net like don't don't go out and buy things just because you think you need to buy things. But if you have the means, you have the collection, put together a deck that is solely purposed for other people having fun. And I guarantee it's gonna make your day better and stuff, right? If it's silly if it's something that's like like i said like even never Nero with board wipes right that's for fun right like it's silly because i'm just like who wants me to pull the trigger for, for fun for you but no one else <laughs> no, no no i it's it's i don't just board wipe every turn. 99 swamps. You, you know like i i just sometimes you just gotta blow the table up right i have a group hug deck right if you if you have the means to make a group hug deck it is really really fun to play group hug right like even yeah uh, with with quain we keep talking about i think zach has a quain deck as well lotus i think you made a quain deck Oh, yep. speaking of that, Parallel Thoughts. That's yep. the next one. We're showing that deck. <laughs> what, Quain? Oh, yeah. Nice. See, I, like, yeah. I, I like stuff like that, right? Like, a, a deck that is focused on the fun of other people will make you have more fun, right? People are going to want to play more games with you. You're going to have a good time because then it's not serious, right? Then you're just like, ha, this is hilarious. Like, look at what I did. Like, I, I played, Brian has said many times, the first game I ever played with him, I played a turn two Tempting Worm, and it Really was a yeah, good night. Yeah, coming off of my one <laughs> land hand, I I shouldn't keep this. I'll keep it. Keep it. Trust me. Keep it. It'll be good. But you're 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 my opponent. I I shouldn't trust you. <laughs> don't, don't worry. Trust me but or like, die. I, I used to play super salty decks. Like I used to play Mogus. I used to play all these decks that just salted I, people. I miss Necrosaur. I like that deck. But now I've kind of gone and I played just decks that are either a just fun or they do shenanigan things brian they're like, gonna keep just, killing you first you gotta just yeah, re-embrace the soul <laughs> that's why i rebuilt savali do you want to do you want to pay the six to attack fun. me per creature <laughs> like uh i i had a 12 12 torn mauler yeah um, i had 
<laughs> I had a fling in my hand and I could have, you know, I could have flung someone for 12, but I, I flung 12 damage out of tiny bones to set a message. We played, uh, he never came out again. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this, this one's more of a personal one, but, uh, as I was mentioning earlier, we did play a game where I got to 31,000 life and I did play Aetherflux Reservoir. And I, I told everybody that they, they're just like, are you going to kill us? I was like, no, you can all live under the threat of tyranny. And I thought it was hilarious. I tried to, re- I tried to remove it. Like, yeah, <laughs> Benson went to remove it. And I was like, I'll Aether Flux, uh, I'll Aether Flux that Lana War Elf three times. What? Yeah. Well, you, even, even in games like that, you still got to play. Like, you can't, like, getting salty, it's... Yeah, like, try, try have some fun and everything, right? Like, at the yeah. end of the day, these are your buddies and, like... It, Winning magic isn't everything. It definitely feels good to win, but like, I, I think that that is the the best way forward to a more positive online is just to focus a little more on the fun, the conversations. The, what, what was that word you said? Which one? What, I, said, I said a lot. What, win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brian, by something. By golf I've scores, actually, you are winning. <laughs> I found <laughs> something out that I've been guilty of once or twice, and I won't be ashamed to admit it. Pay attention to what's happening. I know we're at home. I know you've got your computer and you've got multiple screens if you're lucky enough or your mobile phone, but act as if you're at the game store at a table and respect other players. Yes. They're there to play. If you don't want to play and you want to watch YouTube in the background, maybe you shouldn't be playing. Hmm. Maybe we'll do, uh, I I talked earlier about a future episode, but maybe we'll also do one about online etiquette because it's important. That that etiquette has definitely changed. Etiquette has changed, and I, yeah, I hate when people aren't paying attention to the game, and like you could, like you could just see them on your turn, just scroll and scroll. Sorry, Daniel, what what deck did you make just so you could do that? Yeah, I I made my, I I call it my masterpiece deck all the time. I made a deck that the whole point is to skip my turn so I could play Clash of Clans. Love, (laughs) love that game. So yeah, I uh, unless you're playing a game, a deck where you skip your turns, then play as if you're actively there. (laughs) <laughs> me i'll skip the next 20 turns into fairy's protection please you guys continue <laughs> next 20 turns can't be targeted yeah exactly just kind of hang out protection from everything wait till there's a 1v1 okay i'm back <laughs> what i miss <laughs> yeah but no that is what we wanted to talk about this week um let me know guys are, are you seeing a different guys girls everyone uh, let me know what you're seeing. Like, are you seeing an uptick? Has it changed how you play? Are we are we just seeing different things? Like, we're we're obviously only experiencing what we're playing, right? But uh, if yeah. you are getting online games in, are are you seeing power spikes? Are you seeing less removal? What are you guys seeing? Like, I'd I'd really love to know because I I want to know where this online magic stuff is going to go and what's going to go on with it. It's very fun to play magic. I'm never going to stop playing magic, right? But it does look that for the foreseeable future, even when things go back to quote normal, I, I believe we're still going to be playing online, right? Like there's going to be so much opportunity to just play with new people, right? Like I, I like playing. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dump like all my friends online once <laughs> this is all said and done. Like I've been talking to you guys for a year straight now. Uh, stores open back up. Peace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Brian, these, never are, these aren't just again. your rebound players, Brian. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, even even along the lines of like you know this little community we built, uh, a friend of mine got married in Mexico, mm-hmm. and he streamed it for all the people that couldn't make it. Right. So like even like him keeping like us like you know like he's in Idaho, 
right? Mm-hmm. He's normally in Idaho, but he was in Mexico. I obviously couldn't make it because of the no fly. Because he can't go anywhere yet. Because he can't go anywhere, right? So, but like he cared enough to like actually have a camera up and zoom, right? So that we could all watch it. Like, and that's like I like I like that change. Yeah, it it has been nice that uh, you can just keep in touch a lot easier with people, right? Exactly yeah. like you said, you can, and it's not. It's not the fake social media in touch, I find. Like, it's it's real in touch now, right? Like you said, they're streaming. They still want you included, even if you can't physically be there. And I think that a lot of the games we're playing right now are a similar thing, right? They're they're not here in person, but, like, I should look forward to playing with a lot of these people. Yeah. I, I enjoy everyone I play with. Like, I, <laughs> I'm just excited to be playing the game. That's because like, Brian doesn't a, play with me. Yeah. Yeah, I just that's, die all the that's time. That's why he enjoys playing with everyone because I'm not <laughs> my, there. My, my games are my games are only 15 minutes long. <laughs> yeah, no wonder he enjoys it. He gets so many other things done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank He's you guys so much. Phones. He's on his other monitor. Yeah, doing true. Editing and whatnot for the episode. <laughs> that's where Brian does all the editing. Uh, I wanted yeah. to say thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Brian, do you want to let them know where they can find our content? So check us out at intothe99.com where you can find all of our episodes, articles written by community members, and anything that's created by us. Also, if you want to support the support our podcast and our shows and our content, make sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash intothe99 uh, and our merch store. Benson, what's the saying? <clears throat> Don't just get into the 99. Wear it. Love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, check out the other shows that we do. Uh, we have Bruin It Live with Lotus. We have Parallel Thoughts with Zach and Benson. Uh, we've got another one in the works that we've talked about doing some Tiny Queen Leaders Gang content. Coming up. Get excited. But yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate everyone who comes in. So let us know again. Has it changed for you? And have a great week. Till next time, guys. Be safe. Take care. Man, I'd love to let that roll. It's still, it's still going, but (laughs) if I catch you ripping any more rares, I'm gonna have you. (laughs) All right, for real now. Thanks, guys. Bye.